Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this podcast. And what that means is... I'm the man around town, and by the man around town, I do mean the man that created the town, and by the town, I mean the castle, which our story takes place in. Uh, Yes, I did create this world, and I did populate it with people, but those people are not nearly as three-dimensional, as interesting, as wonderful as the three people which our story centers around our amazing player characters. And let's meet those players now. Uh, well, Michael, unfortunately, they couldn't make it. So it's me instead. Hi, guys. Lucas Fischer here. And I play, of course, Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And all that Jasper wants is try and find a place to belong. And I'm sure that we can help. Guys, guys, I made it. I'm sorry. Hey, sorry. I'm Nadine Kuhn and I play the role that's called Sassy Mary Nature Spring. She's a pixie elf and, whew, sorry, and she accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic. Is this the bit today? <laughs> now she has two goals, learning how to fly and... Find a guy with a suspicious instrument. <laughs> oh my! Oh, okay. Recording. Uh, hi, hi, hi there. Uh, my name is Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, a musician, magician with a troubled past. Uh, still, some people aren't able to remember his name, but but we're getting to a point where they start. Let's hope the right people do. <laughs> Michael, I want to apologize. That was so stupid. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah. Uh, listeners, we apologize on behalf of Lucas. <laughs> I don't know where his head is today. Sometimes he doesn't know what to do, <laughs> but he's trying to find to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very weird energy today because this is an early morning edition of JK We're Rolling. We are recording early in the morning because we are all working all over the country as actors and it is very hard to find time to get together and play this show. I just actually loved when you stopped after working because it sounds like we usually don't. You're like, this is, we're recording early. Because we're working. Because we're working now. I promise, we we do work regularly. (laughs) I promise. Speak for yourself. And when we don't work, we are going to do the podcast. So here we are. Yeah. Anyways, yes, we are here. It is the morning, but that won't stop us because we need to get into Wolf Shield and uh, hopefully stay out of the trouble. Uh, the chances look hmm. questionable. Hey. Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield. But before. What? <laughs> You're going to listen to it when you will like turn up my voice again because <laughs> it was a little banter in the back. Nadine, don't be so quiet all the time. <laughs> Is he frozen? Oh no, he's just staring at me because he is angry. <laughs> no! <laughs> but before we get into this game today, into this mystery, of course, I have a question for our player characters, for Sassily and Eric and Jasper. And that question today is... Because it's so warm here in Germany today, we hope it's warm where you are, and we hope you're enjoying that. Because it's so warm here today where I am, I want to ask you, if you could go anywhere on vacation, where would your character go? 
where are you going on vacation when you have the chance? And this is where I'm going to play what my little brother created our theme song, Aaron Richards, my little brother. He wrote uh, the JK We Are Rolling theme, uh, but he did write us some other possible themes. And I'm going to play uh, his theme right now that sounds like you're at an island getaway, which is my favorite one. Because what a, what, a, what a blast. You're going to love it. It's going to make you smile when you hear it. Well, for Jasper, it's quite easy because um, his aunt, well, his, uh, his father's sister, they have like a summer house on Usedom. Thanks for explaining what an aunt is. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's like for, you know, for, for the people who don't speak English as good as I do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, different in English than in German. An aunt is different. Yeah. It's a different relation. <laughs> yeah. And because of, because of my good pronunciation, some people could mean that I meant an aunt, but it's not, it's not, it's an aunt. So, the Tante. And uh, they, have a, they have a summer house on Usedom, which is a little island uh, in Germany. And it's like, it's like the perfect island for elderly people and, of course, for family guys. And, you know, Jasper is a family guy. Jasper is an old lady. Every time during the summer uh, holidays, um, they go into that summer house and then they can play like uh, ping pong and like mini golf and uh, just enjoy a wonderful ice cream, vanilla ice cream or Pokemon ice cream, which is Jasper's favorite, as we know. <laughs> a wonderful Pokemon ice cream on the beach. What was the name of that aunt again? Uh, oh, you really want to know? Yes. Ta- Tante who? <laughs> Sabine. Sabine. Perfect. Tante Sabine. I don't ask for any reason. Mm. But you might want to write her to make sure she's okay, Jasper. <laughs> 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 Next time, like in the summer house, the doors speaking. <laughs> the, wind- the windows are smashed open. <laughs> Welcome home, little Jasper. It's been a long time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if Sassy could pick a vacation um, place, let, let's phrase it like this. If she ever figures out that there's a place called Orlando, which has like <laughs> multiple theme parks... She would definitely spend at least a month there and go to every single theme park and every adventure that she can just hop onto because I can imagine she would have a blast. She would have the time of her life. Yeah, how would Sassley handle being around that many people? Because she's not really into large groups of people. I think she would be totally annoyed being in line. So I wouldn't suggest first going to the Disney parks because they. I, I think she should start slow with the like... I don't know, like a little. Start I, with start with mini golf. <laughs> Going to the Orlando start. mini golf, and then we'll just take it from there. <laughs> oh my gosh, she has to be so patient to play mini golf. He's like, I don't get this. She's going to that hole over there. She's like, Sassy, you have to stand still, breathe in, focus, take a look. I see Sassy throwing a lot of food at people in the theme park that she's annoyed at. I have a really CQ, Nadine, a really CQ, a crucial question. Oh, yeah. Oh, bring it on. <laughs> Is she tall enough for all the rights? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're so right. <laughs> I think she probably has to... Like find a spell first. Need to, need, need to get some to illusion a, magic. She has to save up a lot of influence points. She has to save them up fr- like over the year, <laughs> like every day. And she adds them up so that she can talk herself into every ride. Or just just imagine like only five centimeters are missing. And then before the line, she's always like, Hip and schweep. Oh, yes. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> 
That's right. And I hope it works then, but then she should be a little more safe with that spell though. <laughs> That's right. So first you haven't shaped to see if 10 centimeters make the difference. And if it doesn't, you can uh, cast Overjoyed and Foyden and try to win those people over. And in the last and case scenario... Zauberschlag it is. Hit him with a fist. <laughs> with my plus one, a punch on plus one. Sassley's been thrown out of Disney World the most of <laughs> any of their yearly visitors, and, but she keeps coming back. And they're like signs everywhere at the entrance. Do not let enter this pixie elf. <laughs> <laughs> she enters with a little pink mustache as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's pink. It has to match the hair though. That's right. <laughs> tricky question because uh, I imagine that his family was traveling around quite a lot because they wanted to get different uh, styles and types of music from all around the globe, so to say. Uh, meaning that they most likely traveled at some point, as I imagine it, to uh, Asia at some point uh, to get a driven how people play instruments there. I guess they've been to, for example, Italy or France, and mm -hmm. at some point, I'm pretty sure even to America. Yeah. So it's 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 really hard for him to pin down like the most favorite, but I I think Japan or China actually would be the main point because uh, people there playing the instruments always has such a beauty and elegance to it. Uh, I think that in a certain way uh, really really got his attention and the way that he would like to play even though it's a little bit difficult with violin to manage that mm -hmm. because it's not just the instrument but the whole ordeal of how you do it but I think that would be the place that he likes to be the most. So, so Eric has actually traveled to all of those places, to China and Japan and the U.S. and yeah, most likely. But the good, the good thing is, music is a universal language in some kind. You don't need to understand it to get a drift for yeah what good music is. My mind is just reeling because your your best friends at school have no idea that you are like the most well-traveled fourteen-year-old ever. <laughs> have no I clue. tell you, his parents have been very active. Yeah. And they have money. They can just make things happen. <laughs> I mean, uh, your your Aunt Rose, who's like really a famous musician, she is always traveling. She's like always in a different place. She's been everywhere, you know? But like definitely your whole family are kind of well-known musicians in their own right, if maybe not quite so famous as, as your aunt. So it's definitely possible. Uh, Eric's seen a lot of places. But like like <laughs> universal language of music, I mean, I get that phrase, but I find it really hard if you step into a bakery and then you get out your violin and you're like... <laughs> and, <it's> like <laughs> and then they're like, oh, he wants two bread rolls and a croissant. Got it. Oh, without raisins. Ah. Raisins. 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 <laughs> But then he's like, ah, I said I wanted a macchiato. And you just throw your black coffee against the wall. No, Michael, that, that's not what he says. He's like, <laughs> I'm doing movements. You can't see, but I'm really into it. When it works, it works. Well, folks, our heroes are about to step into the very heart, the nest, the home of their nemesis. More than one nemesis. Is it nemesis? I feel like it might be. And that is Wolf Shield Common Room itself. And I don't want to wait any longer to find out what exactly is going to transpire there. So, 
Let's get started. Without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Last time on JK We Are Rolling, the Shieldless started off in the Allery visiting me, Matthias Hinterhauser. Unbeknownst to me, they spotted an eagle in the rafters, which seemed out of place. Sassley's use of influence points and some lucky rolls found me spilling some tea to my shieldless peers. I let them know that Agent Carter of Monarch had questioned me about them and that I believed the eagle to be owned by Ross Ehrenmann himself. The group quickly dashed away to get to Wolfshield on time to pick up their reward for coming in second place during their earlier class. Along the way, they saw a suspicious agent of Monarch doing suspicious things. And more importantly, bumped into Franklin and Donna McCool. The McCool seemed to add further evidence to the fact that something strange happened when Flip was dropped off for his first day of school. Finally, the group figured out the Wolf Shield password and entered the home of their classroom antagonists. You enter the Wolf Shield and the common room is the opposite of what the outside looked like. You walk in, and the common room is full of wolf shielders, and it is alive with colors and chaos and action in what can only be described as interactive magical games that fill this area. Uh, What you see just from looking around, you see a creature that you're pretty sure is called uh, a hen gray, very, very common. Eric and Sassley, you definitely know a hen gray. It's like a shadowy little bird creature. Uh, but this is a fake magic one that's popping up all over the room, like a little whack-a-mole game. Mm-hmm. You see on a table, there is what appears to be a frogger-like game, but the frog is a rasselbach and it's controlled with a wand and it hops from like all over 3D pencils and pebbles and leaves to try to get it across to the other side of the table. You see... Um, Way in the back right corner, there is a a bow and arrow game. Uh, the arrows are plungers. They are not dangerous. You see a carpet on the floor with these lights making sounds. That's like a Simon Says game, like a memory game. And different parts of the carpet are lighting up. And you also see in the back left side of the common room a... Like, at a fair, they have these random, like, fishing games where you fish for fake fish with a little, like, magnetic fishing rod. And there seems to be one of these, but it's a giant fishbowl with all kinds of multicolored fish and stuff in them. And that's just what you see when you enter the room. Mm -hmm. I can't help but feel slightly overloaded. (laughs) Definitely. Says his eyes and ears, they're moving, super interested in everything, also like a little overwhelmed. It's very loud also. She's like kind of into it and kind of like distant. She's like very overwhelmed as well. But her eyes are moving. She's like, what's happening? Wow, that is in the hole, my ears. Sassly, that is the shield you always wanted to be in since our first episode. Well, things changed. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you gravitate towards any of these games? Oh, Jasper definitely not. He's too too scared by the environment. Well, 
potentially yes, but we are here because we need to talk to someone. Mm -hmm. You do see sitting in the middle of the common room the very friendly Wolf Shield group from earlier. <laughs> Hi, gang! Oh, guys, it's the Shieldless! 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 Oh, Shieldless! Oh, no. Hey! Oh my gosh! Great oh, no. boat work earlier! Oh, Love to closer. see it! Love oh, no. to see it! They are goobering closer to you. Thank you! Makes me uncomfortable. They make me feel uncomfortable. I do not want to talk <laughs> to them. Eric, you talk to them. Um, yeah, uh, about that, we we were here because we wanted to uh, meet uh, Georg Arkinold because of the stuff for the second place. Do you know where he is? Georg Arkinold? Yeah! Oh, God. Um, Georg <clears throat> Arkinold is all the way at the top floor of the Wolf Shield quarters so you just take the stairs and you go all the way to the top singer as well you just gotta bop 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 to the top of the wolf shield quarters hey you know that it's like high school musical you know that, you know that guys yeah hey guys you know that? eric eric make it stop yeah yeah we 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 know that uh, thank you very much you two you come with me now let's go upstairs we can come too if you want do you need friends no we thank you so much. No, we are not all in this together. Just to stop singing. Okay. It really is a lot. <laughs> Goodbye. So you guys head up to the fourth floor, uh, which is the top floor of the Wolf Shield Tower, the Wolf Shield Quarters, and you find the room with Georg Arkanals. Uh, name on it and he's an open door kind of teacher so the room oh. is already cracked open the door is always open you know it is that kind of a guy yeah exactly <laughs> oh god i find that suspicious this is suspicious this is suspicious okay so you walk into the room and you see that the room is pretty orderly unlike Loris Fulivola's room uh everything here seems pretty tidy you know desk is well put together and everything but it is covered wall to wall with motivational posters <laughs> and uh a few of them for instance read co boldly into the future with a, a kobold doing a bell kick mm -hmm. wake up Give him shell and repeat with a laughing Shelly coat on it. And then uh, one just has a sh an Elbedrich cartoon shrugging on it. And it says, life's an Elbedrich. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's uh, an old vintage uh, sign that you see on one wall that says, Butterbrew, don't mind if I do. And then there's like a guy leaning forward, giving a thumbs up. And it says, Gundir. <laughs> Uh, which, for our English <laughs> listeners, means treat yourself. <laughs> oh, good <dear. laughs> And somewhere in between those motivational posters is the teacher as well, looking like he's stuck to the wall because he's also motivational. <laughs> <laughs> he is a walking motivational poster. Um, and Georg Arkanal is... He's sitting at his desk, leaning coolly. Uh, he has, like, a putty ball in one hand that he's, he's you know, using to just, like, to work with his fingers, and he's uh, writing something on his desk. But he hears you enter, and he turns around in his swivel chair, and he goes, Hey, Shieldless, here to pick up your reward for earlier great job in the Floaty Booty Dump Comp fight. Uh, race. <laughs> Race, race, not fight. Race, not a fight, not a fight. Not at all. Ooh, lovers, just, not haters here. Not being a fight. 
when I shot Brock Carter. Just, <laughs> just because we we worry and care a bit. Uh, how is Brock doing? Well, that was um a little uncool. Um, not gonna lie. Look, I mean, this is a safe space, okay? So you know, it's fine. I know things get heated. Brock is fine. He does have a little bandage on his nose right now. He had to spend some time in the infirmary, but everybody's okay. Just don't do it again, okay? Don't blast any more water cannons into anyone's face, okay? Why is he trying to provoke me? <laughs> Why is he trying to provoke me? I'm just here to, to get the reward. <laughs> right, so your reward. Um, and he goes to his desk. He opens up a small side drawer and pulls out a black bag. It looks like a kind of soft velvet bag with a gray tie. And opens it up and holds up to you a large, perfectly round yellow berry. This is, this is clearly a berry, but it's very big for a berry. He says, so there are three of these in here. They're called Zealbeer, and uh, they are grown exclusively by centaur communities and uh, quite rare, I might add. Uh, now, after eating one of these, you will be able to increase your next potency-based roll by plus one. Now, you can only eat one at a time. This is me. This is Michael Moore talking over the table. You can only eat one at a time, but basically you eat one, and your next potency roll automatically plus one additional uh, will be added to that roll. And there are three of these in the bag. How are they called? Zeal beer, like soul berries. So uh, he tosses Eric the bag of berries and says, here you go. Ah, catching. Oh, thank you very much. You did a very, very good job as the captain of your ship. And even Jasper's rolling his eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you guys. Georg Arkanal is so used to that that he thinks it's a sign of love. <laughs> well, to be to be honest, I wouldn't have been able to do it without the help of my two friends here. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're all about teamwork here at Wolf Shield, and you displayed great teamwork. If you ever get this shield thing figured out, I hope you consider being a part. I know you've had some rough experiences with my Wolf Shield students in the past, but we all have some rough edges. Let me tell you what, there's nothing more fun than being a Wolf Shield, and it's not just fun, you know? It really, we really focus on teamwork here, so, you know, think about it. You three are clearly doing a great job here at school, and you're really standouts. Because teamwork makes the whole scheme work. Hey, you've been reading my wall, and he points Dream. to <laughs> he points to a poster on his wall that says teamwork makes the scheme work, and then he points to a poster <laughs> on the other wall that says teamwork makes the dream work, <laughs> and then he points to a poster on the back wall that says teamwork makes the team work. Stacy <laughs> just stares at him like like an accident. Like this is all an accident. She just has like a blank face, and she's like. <laughs> Thank you for the items. Bye. And she turns and she wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sassley goes to leave. The other two of you can roll investigation before you leave. Seven. Not good. Not good. I hand you another 12. Okay. It's not a high investigation roll, especially since Eric was the one who rolled earlier to remember another wooden carving, an eagle. There on Georg Arkanal's desk is a wooden carved mouse that is in a very similar style. 
Hmm. You're also thinking about the fact that these berries are exclusively grown by centaur communities, he said. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I wrote that down. So, Eric, you catch that before you, you know, you haven't gone to leave yet. You see that on his desk. Okay. Uh, uh, Cecily, wait for us. Okay, so are you heading out? Uh, I would head out. Like, I don't want to talk about it right now in the open, in front of him. I don't want to. Okay. You don't want to ask him what this beautiful stature is? I tell you this, Cecily will not come back to this place <laughs> soon. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's the thing. A part of me wants to. Another part of me thinks if he has something to do with that, asking him about that is very suspicious. But I mean, you're the first time in this office and you see this beautiful, you can be like, oh, that is pretty. You want me to lie. <laughs> oh, it's not pretty. I, I don't know if it's pretty or it's not. It's very well made. Know. <laughs> you know what? Sure, let's make sure that he keeps me in mind. In the best case, I'm going to, to jump <laughs> on his feet. Okay, so instead of turning around to follow Cecily, uh, he, he stops for a moment, uh, tilts his hat a little bit. Like, that looks quite interesting. Uh, is that a mouse? And Georg Arkanol looks at the mouse uh, on his desk and says, yeah, it was, um, it was a gift, actually. And you see he touches this mouse, and the mouse crawls from one side of the desk to the other. It has a small enchantment on it. You can only get these specific carvings with these enchantments on them done in this specific way uh, from one particular uh, centaur seller in the village where I was brought up. So, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful piece, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, may, would you be so kind to tell me the name of that centaur? But I, I mean, granted, I won't get around for quite a long time, uh, given that I'm just the first year. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, but I would like to remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Automatically <laughs> suspicious. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> there are the notes. Hey, did did Cecily see that the mouse was moving? Last I heard, you turned around to leave the room, but I, it's up to you. I know, but then he sp spoke to him, right? So Okay, yeah, we can say that you turned around and saw it. The name of the centaur that makes the wooden things, which is very important, that centaur's name is Annabelle Riley. The first thing that popped up on my fantasy name generator. <laughs> Oh, now I realize how creepy it is to name the living doll thing Annabelle. <laughs> that was not on purpose. So, well, now it's canon. So when Eric asked the question, Cecily turned around and she and she saw what Georg Arkanel did, and she's like, "Hold on, hold on! Did you just touch the mouse and it and it turned into a living being and then it stopped again? How does that work?" It's an enchantment. One-of-a-kind enchantment that, that Miss Riley can create when she makes these. And uh, it's pretty fantastic. It's actually attuned just to me. It only moves when I touch it. And why, 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 would, you make it why, why would you make it move? I don't get it. Like, for what? For what purpose? Because it's nice? It's nice, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. You don't think it's cool? I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> he seems slightly hurt. <laughs> I don't get what it's for. It is. It is very cool. Mm. <clears throat> well, if it makes you happy, it makes you mm -hmm. happy, you know? Yeah, oh, it does. It does. It's uh, treasured from me because it was given to me by a very good friend. 
So is it like, but it's not turning into a real animal. It still looks like a... It looks completely wooden. It's clearly wooden, but the way that it moves is very lifelike. Mm -hmm. So it's just art. Okay. Thanks for okay. coming. Yeah. Thanks for coming by, I guess. <laughs> uh, thank you for having us. And uh, thank you for those again. Oh, you earned them. Bye. Bye. Bye, Shieldless. So you three um, are heading back down to the common room, which has less people in it now taking up the space there. Once again, you pass through the room with, with all these games in it. And as you're kind of overwhelmed by the colors here and everything that's happening, you hear a voice behind you. Oh my god. Well, if it isn't the fox in the hen house. Well, I can't believe you'd show your face around here after what you pulled today. How about a friendly wager? And Brock Carter steps down. How about a punch in the face? I got one of those already. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel? It felt like pure fuel to the fire. <sighs> How about a friendly little wager? <laughs> I don't want anything friendly from you. I don't want How anything. How about an unfriendly from you. I just want wager? You to just no, you make me so angry. You just make me so angry. I just want to just go and just, just, just punch him. It's just, 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 don't, just don't, stop holding me don't. back. Stop holding me back. You better stop. You see that Brock has a big, like, <laughs> strip on his nose, um, by the way, and his face is super red. Oh, someone ate a lot of tomatoes, huh? And uh, the three have circled around behind you and have made a little bit of a wall between you three and the door. I'm afraid we won't be able to take no for an answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bring it on, bring it on. I'm not afraid of any. I take them all, I take them all one by one. Well, guys, teamwork makes the scheme work. I'm just gonna punch them. Oh, we can do that as well. You had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Brock is standing in the center and Lucian's and Mallory are standing off to either side of him and you can tell they're kind of you know their chests are out they they're they feel like they are making a stand at this point they are standing up to you is the feeling that you get and Brock says yeah that's right now it's a little known bylaw that if one gets enough signatures on an official petition signed by a faculty member that a transfer of crystal bearer points is possible especially when foul play is at hand during a class time and if there's one group of people who knows something about foul play and then he whips his head around to look at you three it's the shieldless and now we're gonna foul up your play to play foul Leslie <laughs> just stares at him <laughs> He's like, what is the matter with him? I want to go. Oh, I wonder what the matter with him is. <laughs> Mallory takes a step forward and says, basically, the popular opinion is that you, mean Shieldless, purposefully took the dragon boat in order to attack us and then shoot poor Brock here with a water cannon when the game was already over, sending him to the infirmary and messing up his face. That was cool. And you see... A wolf shield girl in the back of the room suddenly lets out a big sob when Brock's face is mentioned. <clears throat> <laughs> At this point, you notice that the common room is filling up with wolf shielders. Oh, yeah. Nice wolf shield is not there, but you... Oh, so they just have three <laughs> students that are nice, which proves that wolf shield is just sucking. <laughs> they just suck. 
<laughs> so nice wolf shield isn't present. You get the feeling that these new students who are entering are not looking at you with kind eyes. They're beginning to form a kind of crowd, a kind of circle all over the periphery of the common room, watching you with perceiving eyes. And Sassy's getting ready to fight them all. She's like, all right, bring <laughs> it on. <laughs> Mallory presents to you a sheet. And on this sheet of paper, you see probably over a hundred signatures on it. And Lucian begins to speak up. All of these students either saw Sassley marry Nature Spring, and he's reading from this petition, hit Brock Carter in the face with a water cannon, uh, comma, heard that green-haired one yelling about destroying Wolf Shield being the only thing that matters, a comma, or uh, heard about one of those things and thinks oh, that was just awful and that we deserve a rematch. Uh, he sees Jasper and realizes he didn't say anything about Jasper and says, oh, and Jasper Casper is uh, yuck, just gross, just you about you is what it says here. It doesn't say that, but... <laughs> I could have at least tried to write my name on it. I would have wondered what it would be this time. <laughs> Brock steps back up and he holds his hand out like he's being really... You know, really fair, very generous. He says, we could just disqualify you from your last class and get whatever item Georg Arkanal gave to you. But instead, we propose a rematch here, supervised by Georg Arkanal. Best two out of three of the Wolf Shield homeroom games wins. And hey, we're fair. We'll let you pick the games. And the winner gets the other group's next crystal bearer point. How's that sound? Oh, that sounds fair. We can I do it. I think it sounds stupid. Oh, yeah, it sounds stupid. Ah, <sighs> uh, one second, please. Of course. It's like, you know the moment when you're surrounded by everyone, but you pull the other two in to form a little <laughs> circle inside oh. the biggest circle. That's what Eric is doing in the moment. Not the time for a private talk right now, Eric. Gee, there are a hundred wolfsheet people around now. Cecily, <laughs> Cecily, maybe now he wants to open up to us. We should allow him to speak. Okay. What What do you feel, Eric? Hmm? What What I'm What I'm feeling like is that we will hardly get out of it without saying yes to what Brock is giving us. There, I'm afraid. Oh, I can punch maybe sixty of them. He raises his head for a moment. To get a little bit higher and take another look around and then sinks back down into the circle. I take the 60 on the left. What do you think? <laughs> you split the other 40. As much as I really approve your enthusiasm to beat up 60 students. Thank you. I'm very <laughs> strong. <laughs> I would prefer if we not do that. I mean, there are some ways to, to be reminded, but it would be much better if we beat them in their own game. Oh, you mean like we start playing and then punch them? Just imagine how much Brock and his friends would be annoyed if we managed to beat them at their games <gasps> where they think they are better. Oh, and then everybody's looking, yes. But afterwards, can we, can we still punch them? I won't stop you if you do, but maybe don't, so we don't have the situation repeat over and over and over again? Yeah, that could happen. We can do it all again. Okay, okay. 
I hold myself and my power back when we win. But if we don't win, I promise this plus one is coming around. All right. So you you notice a commotion towards the back of the room, towards the stairs, and Georg Arkanal is being pulled, led down by a couple other Wolf Shield students. Just say pulled. Yeah, he's, he's being pulled down. <laughs> They're like tugging him by the sleeves. <laughs> he's not fully in control of what's going on here. But is he like fully celebrated? Like, like is everyone cheering up to him while he's coming down? Or is it, what is the atmosphere? It's, here's the thing, like the way that most students view teachers, right? Is like mm -hmm. kind of an ally, kind of a <laughs> opponent, you know? He is just a teacher and that's how most students view him, but he's the Wolf Shield patron. So the Wolf Shielders feel, you know, this is somebody that's on our side. And moreover, I think what I can specifically say about Georg Arkanal is that he's so worried about being all the students' friends that the Wolf Shielders know he's very easy to manipulate. It sounds like it sounds <laughs> like when he's coming down, like even like pupils or students are going to put like wolf's fur on his shoulder and like, yeah, yeah, you go, you go. <laughs> Yeah, come on, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. Who's our number one teacher? And he's just... <laughs> so, Georg Arkanal is led down and presented with this petition. He reads it and looks over it, takes you in, takes over Brock Carter's group, sees the obvious damage to Brock Carter's face. Even the cat is on our side. And kind of, you know, he nods, he gets it, and Brock says... They agreed uh, to uh, the condition under paragraph B.2 uh, that we will now have a contest toward an exchange of future Crystal Bearer points. <laughs> and Georg Arkanal nods and says, Okay, everybody, uh, this is... All right, this is happening. And you see him sign where they need to have a faculty signature on this document and the game is afoot. Georg Arkanal takes himself kind of away uh, and you can see he's feeling the pressure of all of these students. He does not want to let them down, especially his shield. You know, they really want this to happen. And since you guys have agreed and he feels that this is a fair deal, he's taking a step back and he says, okay, I will be here in the room with you off to the side to ensure that there's no foul play during these games. I want just good, clean fun, all right? <laughs> We're all friends here, and uh, everybody is a winner when we have fun together, all right? Where, where are those nice wolf shields? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that you just have three students. Yeah, nice. so they got three students who uh, are well-adjusted. Well, I don't know if we would call Nice Wolf Shield well-adjusted, but... My theory is that, that the others just try to send them away, doing something <laughs> kind for them, like, hey, get us some food. Oh, okay, guys. <laughs> wow, this is so cool. We love doing stuff for y'all. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Garrick Arkanal nods and looks over, but it looks like he's really taking a back seat. Uh, he's just here to make sure that everything goes off fair and make sure that there's there's no actual you know violence that happens or anything. Uh, he wants to make sure this is going to be good, clean, fun for everybody. So Lucian steps forward and says, well, it's up to you. What do you want to do first? And he gestures to the room. Now, you will get a map. 
Yes, yes. One of Michael's maps that just can be good. You need a jingle for your maps. Ooh. Uh, Wolf Shield is vaguely circular in shape, of course. It's this kind of uh, circular tower, this old battlement. And you see five kind of possible games you could interact with. I'll have Mallory explain it. So... <laughs> Mallory begins walking around the room and says, Basically, we qualify our games in these ways. Um, there is a tactical battle game. Um, there's a game that's more about reflexes. Uh, she points to the frogger thing on the table. When she talks about the tactical battle game, she's pointing to this, this bird that keeps popping up and down, like a whack-a-mole kind of seeming thing. Like a bird. Um, there is a game that's more about dexterity, points to the bows and arrows. Um, there is a charisma and intelligence based game. There's this carpet with squares lighting up on it. And um, just like a pure luck thing. And she gestures backwards towards this bowl, this gi not even a bowl, this giant aquarium full of fish. So, just like whatever you feel, I guess. I mean, it's fine. Um, just, just pick something. Do we get to know that we all have to play, or is it always a one v one? It's going to be one v one. Okay. Basically, each person gets to pick one game. So decide who wants to go first, and that person can pick a game. Sounds good. I, I guess the technical would be for Jasper. Sorry, you keep saying technical, not technical, tactical, like full on battle. Like Sorry, battle. I actually meant it, but I wrote it down as technical. <laughs> tactical tactical yes. battle. Yes. Well, tactical is a technical term. You're pro you might not be fighting each other, but like it will be spells and yes. yes. Yeah. I want. I feel like this is my potential for Jasper to shine. <laughs> um, well, I feel like. They have a spokesperson. They have Brock. Is Cecily our spokesperson? Oh, I can speak up. I can speak up to all of them. Uh, please just speak up. Don't beat up. Only speak up. Okay, and she rolls down her sleeves again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, Wolvies, I guess, I guess we're we're doing this. Um, and we're a strong team. And we would start with 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 the aquarium over there. The luck one. Yeah? You want to go for the aquarium, huh? Who's going to be your fisherman? I will be the fisherman. You have a problem with that? And she rolls the sleeves up again. <laughs> a problem with that? Not one bit. Well, then we'll have to get our team fisherman up there. You're up, Lucian. I'm the luckiest of all. <laughs> Lucian's always tired. <laughs> I don't know what to... I, I, I don't know how to handle that guy. I don't know. <laughs> So, you know, the, the wolf shielders crowd around you. The, the crowd kind of pushes you towards the fishbowl. And you see Lucian produces two fishing rods with little kind of magic. They call this a tackle. I don't know the word in German, but a tackle. It has a little fake glowing worm at the end. Ein Schwimmer. So the idea of this is pretty simple. Basically... We're both just gonna fish for fish, and whoever gets the best results wins. We each get three tries. So the way that this works from a gameplay point is quite literally, you are gonna roll a D100, and I have 
written out, I don't even know, nearly 50 different things that could happen. So the basic idea is roll a higher number than him. That's the game. And it's just going to be three times each of you roll three numbers. But there will be other effects. If you roll high, it is very likely that you will get a material or an item that you get to keep. If you roll badly, it is very likely that you will get a condition or lose a constitution. So, where is my other d10? There it is. It's fleeing you, magician master. Doesn't want to help you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the old saying goes, pixie elves first. So, uh, Sassley, you step up to this giant aquarium that's kind of attached to the wall, and inside, what you see is mind-boggling. Like, you can't believe this is just in their common room. It's the coolest aquarium ever. There's tons of fish inside. There's slimy, there's long ones, there's glowing ones, there's black and red ones, there's teeny tiny ones, and there's really big ones. And it's a really, really large aquarium that they have in the back left part of their oh, cool of of their common room. And you can imagine that probably the students hang out here by this aquarium and chat and just enjoy the coolness of it. But it's also this mini game of pure luck. And that's why maybe a lot of people don't always play it because it can go badly uh, for no other reason other than just bad luck. But, Sometimes people test the fates and try to get something cool out of it. And now your time has come. I did roll already. Okay. An 80 and a 9. 89. 89 is a roll. That is good. Sassy does not use the thing that she got. She just puts her like upper body in and grabs after a fish (laughs) with her arm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is how we do it in the Pixie Shire, guys. <laughs> okay, so at 89. So you just <laughs> you scramble up the front of this aquarium, which is huge. So you have to kind of scramble up there and uh, maybe even Jasper gives you a little boost from the bottom and you stick your little fingers in there and ah, and what you pull out is a large fish is the size of your head and it's green and scaly and has a bird beak and it makes a lunge at you to try to bite you but as it does it also begins to transform as soon as it's out of the water so you see it kind of ah lunge towards you but then these green scales begin to curl around this fish now, instead of lunging at you, is actually just hitting against your chest. And what hits against your chest as it transforms is a green egg. And wow. roll world lore. I wonder if it's a dragon. It's still the Easter episode. I think it's a dragon egg, guys. Uh, you can roll with uh, advantage because of something that we've said before in the past. So you can roll twice. 14. That's, that's fine, actually. Because we already said in a previous episode that you actually know quite a lot about these creatures. This is an Elbedrich egg. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> right, now I can see it. It's an Elbedrich egg. It sometimes looks like a dragon egg, but yeah, it's an Elbedrich egg. It's a little smaller than a dragon egg. It's a little smaller, though. Yeah, sometimes it looks from the angle very close up to my face. Eric looks towards Jasper for a short moment. 
Yeah, and Jasper is like uh, clinging to his cloak because it's the only one that is still intact. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that Elbedrich egg is an extremely rare material that is used to make, for instance, this item which Mildred used against Yzerdva, a very, very powerful poison Ooh. potion. Uh, and you can add this to your inventory, Sassily. Yeah, I I add this to my stuff. I just put it in my pocket. I how, <laughs> how do you storage these? You put them in the vial. In the material vial. Oh my god! Just put it in a vial. It's like she doesn't even go to school here. This <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus> woman. <laughs> No, I just <laughs> so these vials are, as I've said before, they kind of bring these vials. I wonder if I left them in my room. <laughs> Who carries them all around all the time? Jeff, do you have a have a vial left? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. There you go, Melody. And she. <laughs> How did you know my middle name? Um. So hold on. Your name is Mallory Melody. Oh my gosh. Mallory Melody Grunsteel, the most beautiful name <laughs> in the Wizarding Kingdom. Uh. So these vials work kind of like Pokeballs, right? They. Uh, that's what I've said in the past. They can get bigger to accommodate large item, large materials, and once the materials are in them, it actually shrinks back down and, and hangs at your pouch at your belt. This is how you can tell that Tesla never takes any items. <laughs> she never even <laughs> carries around the vial. <laughs> Got it. All right. Okay. So that's a very good roll. Eighty-nine. You get one of the one of the rarer items. And now it's going to be Lucian who looks worried, but he he plays this all the time. He's doing a little <laughs> little little stretch, like you know, arms up over his head, reaching back, stretching the back out. Okay, okay, Lucian, come on. <laughs> Just gotta get something better, better than an Albedrich egg, okay. Is he doing it aesthetically? Like, is it looking good? He always looks good, yeah. Ooh, so it's intimidating, right? Uh. <laughs> you can decide if you're intimidated by Lucian's <laughs> good-looking stretches. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Lucian casts his fishing rod into the giant aquarium. The entire fishing rod, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and he rolled a 49. Ooh. And what you see, actually, is that he does not get a fish. <laughs> oh, no. But a fish, which has this kind of rainbow color to it, brushes against the hook of his fishing line and this rainbow color travels up the fishing line down the wood of the fishing rod and as it hits his skin everywhere it hits his skin his skin becomes rainbow fish scales and he says oh no i've been scalified oh. <laughs> this does have mechanics uh he now has plus 10 movement in water but minus five movement on land <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, good for him, I guess. Um, and you just see his entire body becomes rainbow fish scales. <laughs> At least it looks fancy. Well, no, he doesn't look that intimidating anymore. <laughs> it does look kind of cool. Kind of interesting, though. Can I touch it? He hits a pose. I I'm going to roll for him. I'm going to I'm gonna roll to see how, how good this pose is. Where's my d20? He's not rolling great today. Just a nine. Just a nine. It's... 
it's it's mediocre. At yeah, best. it's very mediocre. Very mediocre. <laughs> he does. He's not quite sure how to work these scales yet. Well, but only Jasper is clapping. He's like applauding. Ooh. <laughs> and Leslie looks at Jasper. Like... Uh, Lucian winks at you. <laughs> A very scaly wink. Okay, well that's just the first round. Okay, so let's see what happens next. You're up again, Nature Spring. All right. 58. Okay, great rolls. Great rolls. Yeah. What you do is you... <laughs> do you try to grab it again with your hand, or are you using the rod this time? Of course. It, it worked well the first time. Never change a winning system. That's what my dad says. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to say that you've been hanging on to the lip of the aquarium, <laughs> watching everything happen, and now you just very quickly again, and uh, you have these lightning-fast reflexes. Too bad you're not playing the reflex game. Uh, and you get this time a tiny, tiny yellow fish, which looks at you, it squirts water into your face, and then turns into a tiny piece of corn. Ah! You can probably guess what, what creature this material is from. Yeah, from the corn pigs. That's right. These are from the bar. This is from the barley sow, and this is oh. a barley sow corn kernel. Oh. You can also add this to your inventory. Sassly, do you need another vial? I can easily put it in my pocket. I just hope it stays there. Sometimes I have holes in my pants. <laughs> just don't put it in the pocket where you store your nuts. You don't want to eat it. Oh no, what am I gonna do? They're nuts everywhere. Yeah, you could put them in the vial. Let me think for a second. Nah, it's gonna be fine. I put it in my pocket. <laughs> I'm going to make you roll luck to see if you lost that corn the next time that you guys want to use that barley sour. <laughs> what, what is it's it? It's a barley sour corn. Barley, barley. sour corn. Barley sour corn, which can be used to make a lot of different uh, items, to be fair. And we can go over what those items are at a later date. Got it. Mildred is going to be so proud of you, Cecily. <laughs> we finally get some materials. Yes. Huzzah! Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that you did the luck game. Good thing that you rolled well on the luck game. Okay, <laughs> so... Lucian's like, come on, big money, big money, big money. <laughs> Please. Wow, he just really is not doing great today. Yes. Uh, he, <laughs> you see him, he casts his his line into the aquarium with a big smile on his face. And, oh, I got one. Oh, he got one. I got one. Here we go. Hmm. <laughs> and as it comes out, it is this fish radiating a evil looking red energy and its eyes glow with these yellow spirals and it opens its mouth and this extra dimensional blast just from its head. it just hits, hits him and he has to roll a d20 he will get a random condition based on whatever he rolls okay he's hit and you see his his body kind of doubles at one point as this extra dimensional, like he's in two places at once and it snaps back and he leans over and his face just looks green. He looks super, super sick and he is poisoned. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't feel too good, Brock. Come on, get your head in the game. Get your head in the game, Lucian. It's not over till it's over. I I I want to lay down. <laughs> Is he still in rainbow colors? He's yes, absolutely. Oh, beautiful. Oh my. He's like rainbow colors, green face. Jasper is still applauding. 
he looks like he wants to vomit, but he looks at you and he tries to wink again. And Sassy, and, and, and Sassy's like, what is the matter with you, Jasper? What is the matter with you? That is the wrong team. Fine. He's he's just trying to be friendly. Let him. Well, I guess it's just me on my own against all of them. Since you're all friends with them, good. Sassily's still hanging from the edge of the aquarium, and you get one more <laughs> roll. Okay. Ooh, a fifteen. Oh. A fifteen. Okay. Uh. <laughs> It's a good thing this was your last roll. Actually, it's one of the worst ones to get. Um, but good thing it's one of your last ones. So uh, <laughs> I want to make this fun. So you try to reach into the aquarium again from the lip, but you overextend yourself and you fall no. in a little bit. No, 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 no. And, you, <laughs> and you guys see Sassley just immediately submerge and float almost to the bottom of this tank. And she's desperately trying to grab for something. And what she grabs is this fish that looks like it belongs at the bottom of the ocean. Like a creepy looking, big toothy jawed fish that is staring at her. And this fish produces a little light from its oh, forehead. No. And that light just as a defense mechanism blast out and Sassily's not able to react in time. Sassily, you have a blinded condition. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sassily, this is minus two to all ability rolls. So very good that you didn't have to deal with this while you were playing the game uh, as your last roll. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do we get her out of there? <laughs> Sassily, you're kind of able to like use the fish to get your body back up. And uh, why don't the guys give me a spryness roll? Sure. Yeah, why not? Why not? Ask? Why not? Here to help. Just for fun. It's a 10. It's a 6. I love that you roll bad, guys, when you help me. I love that. It's okay. She got it on her own. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, the, the boys do not help you, so it takes you an extra long time to get out. And all this means is you are absolutely exhausted and you flop onto the ground completely wet and blinded. No worries. I'm gonna chill out a bit. And we've also been blinded. Leslie, are you okay? Who is this? Who is this? Uh... It's Jasper. Yeah, I can hear this. The, the soft, high voice, actually. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you doing good? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Come on. Who could that be? <laughs> Lucian still has a roll left. Uh, so he's going to take his last turn now. He rolls a 50, which is crazy. I mean, exactly a 50. He casts his fishing rod in and pulls it in. And there's no fish there. Nothing happens to him. No. <laughs> huh, having kind of an off day, I guess. Oh, oh man. Happens to the best of us. Uh, so now we will add together these totals of everything that you rolled. That's what you got, 162? Yeah. Wow. Were you doing this while we were talking, or are you just really good at math? No, I, I just did it. You got 162. He had 118. <gasps> So, by the rules of the game of luck, uh, Georg Arkanal steps forward and says, Oh, good job. Everybody okay? All right. Looking great. Nice rainbow colors, buddy. Slaps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you look so good while you're poisoned. 
butt. Uh, he slaps Lucian on the back. Lucian, <laughs> super sick. He comes over. He uh, he gives you a thumbs up, sassly on the ground, and says, "He doesn't see." All right, just a super <laughs> super fun time for everybody. We're all having fun, and the shieldless are the winners of round one. Polite yes. applause. Polite applause yeah. from yes. the crowd. Yes, yes, we won. You can't. I cannot see you guys, and I don't know what Archibald did to me. But yes, I'll tell you me. this: it's the first round, and we're gonna come back stronger than ever. And wait for Eric and Jasper to do their turn because we will win this. Ha 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 ha! Guys, applause. Yes, Hesley, now get out of the tank. You don't want to get a cold. I'm already she, she out. out. I'm, she's a she's already out. out. Oh, she is out. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> so, who's up next? Come on, Jasper. You got that. Okay, guys. Let's go for the technical tactical game. <laughs> okay. So uh, you suggest a tactical battle game and Brock Carter steps up and says, Oh no. Absolutely my pleasure. So here's how it works. This hen gray. Now a hen gray is a very common creature. I'll just tell you what a hen gray looks like very quickly. Uh... Hen gray are shaped like headless necklace chickens. They're, very, they're quite short, like maybe half a meter tall. They have sickly yellow eyes and a beak situated where the chicken's breast would be. They are feathered and can flutter briefly in the air, but they're not capable of true flight. In any case, that's what a hen gray looks like. This is not a real hen gray. So you have this kind of little headless, like almost like an angry bird's looking bird that's popping up and down around different points in the room. And Brock says, so the rules are simple. We'll both try to be the first to hit this bird and make it lose a constitution three times. Hmm. Once the bird is hit and it loses a constitution, then it appears in a new spot. That's basically the idea. So it's like jumping around the room and we just have to hit it somehow. Yep. Like with a spell or right. a physical hit. Yep, that's it. And it's bouncing like randomly, or is it like bouncing on one spot? I'm gonna roll a d6 to find out where it goes in the room. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I guess. Casper? Wait, Jasper, Casper, but yes, I'm ready. Then let's go. You also figured out your, your middle name. There's a thing here. <laughs> Jasper, Hasper, Casper. He's so bad at it. He's so bad. And that would be me. Okay, mm -hmm. here we go. Three, two, one, go! And it is off to position one, which is funny because you guys have started at the fish tank. Position one is literally right next to the fish tank. You see this, if you look at your map, by the way, Lucas, you can see mm -hmm. where the numbers are. Ah, that's what the numbers are for. Ah. That's what the numbers are for. You see this hen gray pops up directly next to both of you. You are gonna roll bookishness opposed to Brock Carter. Okay. Uh... Come on, that Jasper, is, you got that. It's a, a four plus one. Oh, oh he oh, has a minus one to bookishness, but he still rolled uh, 11. So mm. he will go first, uh, which is bad news for you because he's very, very close by. And he's just going to run up and he doesn't have to expend any movement really to do this beyond a normal scope of a movement. And he punches the hen gray in the face. <laughs> I can picture it. Take this, you mangy bird. Rolls a natural one. Oh, 
even though he has really great physical attack. You just see him, he goes to punch it, he punches the wall. Ow! Oh! No Ow. way! Uh, it's your turn, Jasper. I can physically attack it. You absolutely can. It's right next to you. It's the 13. 13. Great, that'll do it. It'll roll a constitution roll. It fails. First point goes to Jasper. Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> yes. Boom, it's that easy. Now we roll a d6. That was tactical. You see the bird goes, shoop, and it disappears into the wall, and then, whoop, and it comes out between two bookcases on a wall across the room. Now, this will be basically a full run movement away. So you can either try to cast a spell at it or you can try to move towards it. What Brock is going to do, Brock is going to run halfway there, turn around and look at you and go, fuck listen. And he tries to give you a bloated condition. Oh, why would you do that? So that you get minuses to run and physical attack for the rest of the game. But he also loses an action. Yep. Right? He's thinking that that's a better investment to make him worse for the rest of the game. But we'll see if it works out. Yeah, that's what evil people think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he manages to cast it. He's successful. Boom! Hits you with a... For aggression, you begin to bloat up. This You saw this happen once before. And you are floating around now. So you have minus two to run and physical attack rolls for the rest mm -hmm. of the duration of this game. And uh, Brock is standing there and he's kind of in your way. He's headed directly to the Hengray. So you need to get at least to where he is to get off a spell mm -hmm. or he would be in the way. But I can manage it in one turn. Yes. Okay, well then. Uh, I can still do my Zauberschlag. And then he's like trying to, <laughs> you know, wave his way around and get closer to, to Brock. Mm -hmm. I think I can manage it. So I'm there and I can do a Zauberschlag. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you float over and you're basically standing on top of this carpet with all the colors on it. And I go, Zauberschlag. And it's. A 12 plus 2, it's 14. Okay. Yay! Hengray rolls a constitution die. Gets a 9 again. That's a loss. You get yes, the second yes. point. Yes! What happened? I can't see, Eric. Did he, did he hit it? Did he hit it? I can't see. He hit it! Yes, you hit and it! And it's glowing! And it, it is glowing? Georg Arkanal. That's another point for shieldless right there. Yeah. And the Hengray moves once again. Now directly, it pops into the wall again and then boop, pops up on a little pedestal in the middle of the room. <laughs> really in the middle of the room, which oh, is- Oh, it's right next to me. It is actually right next to Ooh. you and Brock again, but Brock's standing right there and he goes for a physical attack because it's his turn. Boom, he just punches it like a boxer. <sighs> and this time he will do enough. He has a plus three to physical attack, so. He is a 14, pow, and uh, hits this Hengrave, but we'll see if he gets lucky and actually manages to <laughs> also make it lose a constitution. No, Hengrave survives. Hengrave gets a 16. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what happened? I heard I heard he hit someone. Did he hit Jasper? Did he? Oh, did he hit Jasper? Wait, no, 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 no. He, he, hit, he, hit, he hit the birds, but the bird is still there, so it wasn't enough. 
I'll fail. Boo. <laughs> Jasper, it's your turn. You're also standing right there. Well, first you have to befriend the creature and then hit it. <laughs> but he's going for a Zauberschlag because okay. of his uh, condition. Yeah. And he's like, but very, in a, in a very lovely meaning, like in a lovely way. He's like, Zauberschlag. <laughs> and he's doing a... Ah, that's the nine plus two. It's an eleven. Not quite enough. Ah. Not quite enough. Maybe it was too nice. It was too nice. It's a little harder with range spells than it is with physical attacks, but that's just just not enough to <sighs> hit this. So boom, you do let off a successful Zabishlag and it it's on one of the walls of the room and you see in the crowd of students there, ooh, ooh, everybody's going, you know, diving their heads out of both ways as this uh, magic rockets through the room. What was that? <laughs> that was a sauber schlag. Uh, Jasper didn't hit. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and once more, Brock Carter goes for a physical attack. <laughs> Come on, you bird. Yes, gets the same as last time, another 14. Boom, punches this thing. It rolls a natural 20. <laughs> oh my god. If you befriend the creature, it works. He's just, <laughs> but it won't go down. He's like, come on, I've done this a million times. I can't Are believe Are you sure this. that he's hitting the creature or just my belly? <laughs> I mean, we look kind of the same. Well, this is a very weak bird right now. It's your turn. Jasper, if you manage to take it out this turn, you have won on, the whole thing, actually. Very, very disappointed, Magician Master says. Well, no, I want to win this now. Jasper wants to win this now. So yeah, he's like, it's very close. Um, Zauberschlag! And it's 19 plus 2. Okay. <laughs> Explodes into this hen gray wood chips flying into the into the air it rolls a constitution roll it does need i believe a 17 or higher to survive come on come on come on come on it's a six yes! <laughs> this hen gray just you explode it into me in pieces here carpet i was like oh we're gonna have to replace that now um Shieldless wins again. Wow, I didn't see anything, but it sounded like something exploded. Yeah, yeah he exploded the hand grave. Yeah. Yeah, Jasper. So that's two out of three that you have won. And by the rules, you have won this this challenge from Wolf Shield. They rolled so badly. I just feel really bad for them. And I apologize to them in my heart. <laughs> but you are the winners of the day. Yes. And Brock Carter just in this moment, no! Ah! And it's very kind of silent in the room. And all of the students around him get silent. This student who is standing in the middle of everybody, who made a big display to make a comeback, whose nose looks like it might be a little broken, who's face is red, who's been humiliated already once by you today and was trying to recover a little bit of what he sees as his dignity. And his two wolf shield partners come up behind him and Lucian says, come on, let's get out of here. And Brock looks at you three and says, that's it. You three think that you can do whatever you want and get away with everything. 
Oh, this is the last straw, and this is the last insult. We are coming for you, Shieldless. Your brand of flagrant disdain for the rules and malevolent nature must come to an end. I felt it when I walked into the Grand Hall for the first time, and although you conceal it well, I know there is darkness in your hearts. Next time we face off, it will end with you in my father's handcuffs. Before they leave, Cecily steps forward, very close to Mallory, and she's like, You will never win, Brock. And then she backs up because she can't, still can't see. Just, 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 just another quick question. His nose still looks broken? It has like a bandage over it, like a white bandage that's placed over it horizontally. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking about maybe being kite and casting Gesundung now, but he decides to be a prick, so forget about it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want your healing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so Sassley walks up and, and says this to Mallory and Mallory just <laughs> looks at her and backs up. Uh, he turns her around just a little bit. There, there he is. Yeah. And you too. <laughs> Brock says, and Brock says, Wolf Shield maneuver, shimmer night wolf. And simultaneously, the three of them who've been practicing cast three spells. I'm going to roll for all three right now. Okay. I'm looking forward. I hope that works. I hope it does. Awful. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just so embarrassed that I really spent a lot of time crafting these moments. <laughs> but this is just worse and worse for them. So what you see is a little puff of smoke go from <laughs> Lucian's uh, <laughs> wand, and then you see a little shimmer of light go <laughs> from <laughs> Brock's wand, and then from Mallory's wand, just <sighs> and just bad smelling dragon breath comes out of the end of it. They had made, they had like a special combo spell thing that they'd been working on, uh, and you can tell they'd wanted to disappear into a puff of smoke with blinding light and fire that masked their escape. They just go, and uh, they just slowly back up and back up, and then one by one, <laughs> back up into the stairs that head deeper into Wolf Shield and further up. Please, Michael, please, Michael. Is the whole crowd watching that? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. <laughs> Eric kind of kind of leans over to Cecily. You need to clap now. That looked really awesome. Yeah, and they really need to brush their teeth. That smells awful out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, but still, Jasper's trying to applaud, but he can't because it's too swollen up. He's like, <laughs> um, you are standing in the middle of a common room full of wolf shield students Garrick arkanal says shieldless are the winners you will get wolf shields next crystal bearer point Ooh. yay and all of these students turn to look at you these are all <laughs> students who just signed a petition that said they think that you acted unfairly towards wolf shield earlier that day and that they think you have it out for them basically and not a bit of kindness not a sparkle in the eye they're just silently all looking at you. Uh, guys, guys, should I, should I ease the tension? What is happening? I can't see. Everybody is looking at us in a very unfriendly way. <laughs> oh, oh. Um. <clears throat> what is your problem with us, guys? We didn't do anything to you. I really think you have a problem with us. That's so unfair. Yes, yes. And then Jasper's rising voice. 
and think on the bright side. You only have to give us your crystal bearer point when you win the next one. And that probably won't happen. So you don't have to do it to us anyway. You say that and you just hear it starts very quietly and grows louder. Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Oh my gosh, it's a cult. Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Like... 30 students walking towards you, backing you up towards the exit. They are backing you up towards the door into and out of Wolf Shield. Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield, girl. Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield, girl. Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield, girl. You see, you see wands begin to light up. Wands are coming together with electricity, with light. I'm sorry, is Georg Arkanon not saying anything about that? Georg Arkanon is is wrong. Georg Arkanon is like, Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield, girl. Very nice, very happy. He's like, oh, it's fun. It's fun. We're all having a great We're all having a great time. Everybody's having a great time. You guys should join Wolf Shield. We love you. Join Wolf Shield. Look, they like you. Oh my gosh. Maybe not today. And that's the word like where he takes Cecily because she still can't see a thing, so she doesn't walk against the door. So you take me on my like on the collar of my bag and you just drag me like after you and I just face that and I'm like, you did not see the last of us. <laughs> so you three just roll me one uh, as a group, a a running roll, but it's a it's a group roll. Take everybody's roll into consideration. Okay. okay. Um, oh, that's minus two for both of you. Yes. But Eric, you can roll normally. <laughs> Yay! Oh, no. Since you didn't, you didn't have to play a, <laughs> play oh, a no. game. Oh no, I rolled a two and I have a minus two. Oh, that's a zero. That's unfortunate. Okay. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 17 minus three. Okay. Okay, that's, 14 is not bad. Oh, I also have a plus one. So is this actually a one? It's a one. Just, just to make clear, it's not a zero. Oh, that was easy. I'm, I'm, I'm staying comfortably at the 13. A 13. Okay, with that 14 and that 13, it makes sense because Sassley's completely blind. Sassley begins to go, let's get out of here. And she runs towards the crowd of coming But you do that thing where she runs, you grab her by the arms and both of your arms, turn around so that she's held up between the two of you, and you very quickly march out of Wolf Shield and slam the door behind you. I'm sorry, Michael. Jasper is in front, but he doesn't fit through the door because he's too bloated. Up. He's, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to float through Eric. and Eric has to <laughs> shove you both out. Uh, unfortunate. Oh, well, that went well. <laughs> so the, do- <laughs> the door slams behind the three of you and it hits you that it's the end of the day and you are absolutely exhausted. <laughs> so bloated, blinded, and just happy to be alive with a possible entire shield of enemies behind the door, you begin the trek back to your common room. It really hits you how incredibly tired you are after this whole day of floaty body dump comp and everything that's happened to you. Oh, guys. Oh, that went well. That went really well. I think mm. as well as it can get. I, I can't see. Are you still here? Yeah, we, we are still here. Everyone. Okay. All right. Uh, so, I guess it's time to... Oh, no, to go to sleep. Oh, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to have a nightmare again. Oh, the monster. Well, I think we should go back and figure out and make a plan how we can, like... Deal with the monster and still maybe get a little sleep. Oh, you think we can do that? I don't know. 
but we will defeat that monster. And in between. Now we'll have some sleep. Yeah. I guess after that we managed to just make an entire shield of enemies, we can surely deal with whatever is going to come next. Great! Yes, so after defeat, a monster. Woo! Can someone carry me to my bed? Oh, yeah. JK! Magician Master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme song by Aaron Richards with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Looks like the Shieldless have a bone to pick with, uh, well, an entire shield of students, but let's let that wait until more immediate dangers have passed. For now, they have to look forward to their greatest enemy, getting some sleep. Do more visions and visitations await them? What other sinister things wait lurking around the corner for our heroes to run into blindly? Well, while you wait for the answer to those questions, think about rating our show with five stars on the Spotify app or posting a review on iTunes. It doesn't cost anything but a moment of time, and we love to hear from you. It will make us cry happy, salty tears. You can follow us on social media everywhere, but I do recommend Instagram, where uh, we are the most active and savvy. But add us, tag us, wherever you are, and we shall answer the call! You can directly support the show, of course, on Patreon at patreon.com slash jkwearrolling where you get things like, for instance, a map to go along with this episode of The Interior of Wolfshield, and our three-part series, JK It's D&D, DM'd by our player, Sebastian, and featuring the rest of us as powerful elemental guardians, defenders of the mage city of Norilanus. Other than that, folks, stay wonderful and enjoy that summer weather. Hey, and until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. But don't forget, Sassy crushed Brock Carter. She shot him. She took the gun and she aimed at him. And with a 20 and a run, she hit him right and he just fell on the ground. And all she heard was like, me, 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 me. Ha, 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 ha. Take <laughs> this, Brock Carter. The revenge of Sassy Nature Spring. All right, Toby said, I'm so sorry. <laughs>